Welcome to New Mommy at 40, a honest, informative, and non-judgmental podcast for those navigating to and through parenthood in their 40s. Today's episode is all about finding balance in a situation that a lot of us in this community are just starting to find ourselves in. It's taking care of our older parents while embarking on our motherhood journeys. And our special guest today, my sister friend, Carmela Velarde, a wellness medium, plant medicine devotee, and holistic health counselor for the past 20 years, is going to share with us on how she's done it and maintained her wellness through it all. But before we invite her in, we'd love for you to follow, subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's hit it. It didn't happen in my 20s. Who cares? Now I've got all this fancy wisdom to share. Hey, I've got this baby. You're getting the best of me. Because I'm a new mommy of 40. <laughs> in addition to being a great friend, Carmela Velarde happens to be a fantastic mother, wife, daughter, sister. And she's been balancing all of these roles while building a successful wellness business. She's been educating educators for the past nine years with nutrition lifestyle coaching, and she also serves on the Council for the Million Mom Movement. I'll tell you so much more about her in just a little bit, but I'm so happy to have her here. Let's welcome her in. I am so happy to have you here. Um, they they heard me um, completely just adore you on the intro because she's amazing. Whenever I feel tired, and I don't have time to do anything. <laughs> I think about Carmela and I go, yes, you do. You have time. You can work it out. So let me just go through and let me know if I miss anything. Okay. So okay. she's a holistic health counselor. She's been doing this for over 20 years. LMT, Reiki master, prenatal Kundalini yoga teacher. Um, she's done. She's got a background in psychology. I think you're working on your doctorate right now. Is that correct? Yes in Chinese Oriental Medicine and Herbology. Uh-huh. She is also a council member for the Millions Mom Movement. I mean, mom of two, amazing wife, amazing daughter, an amazing friend, I have, I can say. I mean, yeah. just literally Renaissance woman, and I'm just in awe of you. Aww. So just welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy to be here. I'm a little bit of a fangirl to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on my road trips, I'd listen oh, well, in. I'm your 100% fan. We have to give a shout out to our girl, Vanessa, yes. who we both adore, that mm -hmm. I got the pleasure of meeting you through her um, and mm -hmm. just have, you know, um, grown as soul sisters over this last year. One of the things that we bonded over this, you know, and getting to know each other is managing all that we do being in our fabulous, I mean, the 40s, it's not, I don't think it's a really big deal for you and I, but it's its a factor, right? And mm. just thriving as entrepreneurs and moms and also taking care of our older parents and mm. and finding time for ourselves. How, how would you describe the, the balancing of all that you do? How, how do you do that? Uh, um, so that word vocation comes in and it's a calling from spirit, what it is that you're meant to do, like a Dharma code of ethics, essentially. Um, you know, you were brought up in a certain way. 
with family to just honor the family and honor and respect where you came from. And that's what I was doing. Um, and mind you, I was definitely healing generational trauma through this one parent experience because he was probably, I mean, he's, he's my toughest <laughs> um, adversary in life who had always, you know, questioned me in every way. And because of the questioning, he made me tough and tough as nails and strong. And so that gave me a lot of respect as I grew older. Um, there was a big chunk of my 20s and 30s I was absent from his presence. My mom's somewhat, but specifically my father, who I was taking care of, he's now 83. He was in my care for six years. Um, not only was it completely a rewriting of a chapter it was healing all the wounds you know that I was licking since I was an adolescent and I wanted that I wanted to create healing a healing experience for myself and it was not easy at all every day was a freaking challenge to be honest um just balancing the patience required of his <sighs> Yeah, our dynamic, our dynamic, and having my husband right. in tow, <laughs> experiencing that. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not easy. We also have to give, you're right, Anthony, you know, credit in the sense of living with an in-law that is already the adversary in your life, mm -hmm. right? So you have that tension as well, and respecting the honor and the, the, the respect that you have for your culture, for the 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 dynamic mm -hmm. of of you know of your family and really just trying to heal the trauma that you said that you that you had i think it's very important to give your yeah. yourself the credit of walking through that fire cuz a lot of people if they're if they're given the mm -hmm. opportunity just say yeah. okay you went your way, I went mine, <laughs> handle it because you, you know, you didn't really offer me what I needed from you in that relationship as, you know, a parent at the time. But for you to do that, I think that takes a lot of courage. You're like one of the bravest people that I, that I know, because <laughs> I know it wasn't easy. Yeah, bravery and cur courage during that time when I first said yes was why I started working really on my inner child and um, the group that we met in, you know, this, that's when I began my journey of the mandala. And that is such a sacred space for me to hold dear to my own dreams and my own self-worth and my value. Um, I needed to really drop into my self-worth and why I was doing what I was doing, the choices that I had made. Um, and, you know, in the long run, I know it, it's paid off <laughs> many times over when they're talking about like this karmic debt. I just recently found out the house that I lived in now, I currently live in that I grew up in since the age of 10. The numerology of it was one of the numbers for karmic debt for the ego. And there's four different mm. areas of karmic debt with different numbers. And I did carry a little bit of an arrogance. I did. 
Um, it helped me on stage. It helped, it's helped me as an entrepreneur. It's helped me as, um, yeah, a therapist in a way to have space between a client to not be too empathic to allow energies to hurt. So I had to find that balance too. So a lot of healing came and just being in the space of the location with this number of my house, which is connected to karmic debt of the ego, I just started unraveling all these different ways I can heal the generational patterns that was presented to me. Um, and that's part of why I said yes to the experience. You know, while I'm a mom, I was in the sandwich, you know, generation where I'm taking care of my elder and I'm taking care of my two young children and my husband and I, you know, um, just left New York City after living there for 25 years. So it's been, it, it was a big shift and a lot of my friends and family disconnected at that time from me when mm. I moved out. Um, so that even was more of a disconnect for me as well um, as a mom um, to not have close friends nearby. So I, um, I kind of wanted that isolation in a way to focus and see what I'm made of. Well, I, I, you know, for me, when my mother passed away, just that, mm -hmm. that, uh, that time of being there with the, her last 15 days and just helping her transition to her next phase of life of existence. And then the taking care of my father while having like at that mm -hmm. point, I guess 15 month old, it just kind mm -hmm. of, it just there was a moment where it just became became very overwhelming the concept of all that I was managing all at the same time but I too felt well it's an honor to be able to do it but where do I find the space to just replenish my cup so that I can be right. all this for everyone else so I wondered like were there challenges that came up for you as a mother in giving of yourself to your children while having your father with you in this house. And he's like present living with you. Cause for me, my, my mm -hmm. father was on and off with us, right. but he'd go back and forth and go between my siblings. But you were mm -hmm. the one that was basically in charge of his daily care for all of those years and managing your, your young children was there a time where it was difficult to give them something that they needed because of what you were doing with your father? Uh, yeah. I mean, I do remember the times you traveled to your dad and I would totally empathize because you were also managing a young toddler. And uh, I, I have kids who are a little bit older. So they, my son was three when we first arrived. Now he's nine. Um, and my daughter was eight, so um, six rather. Yeah, it was it was tough for sure. And there was a time where my husband was still touring as a musician. So there was a stint for about 10 months he was away. Oh. And it was just me, the kids and my husband when they were very young. And that was like for, yeah, like 2017. So the kids were very young. You just get very creative <laughs> with how you entertain everybody <laughs> literally and keep everyone fed you know luckily I had this incredible career where I could have the time freedom to be wherever I needed to be but again it's also in a service position where 
I'm coaching a team. I'm coaching the coaches who health coach. And so I definitely felt as a mom that I found ways to pull them into what I was doing creatively and help build a brand of wellness and health with them. And uh, I encouraged other moms to do the same because we are the ones who don't put the oxygen mask on first. And I'm, I'm teaching them that I'm actually holding myself more accountable by teaching. Yeah. And that's what I loved was I had this opportunity and I really used it. <laughs> I really wanted to make it part of my story. When I serve the mother community, I know what they're up against because I was in the middle of my own, you know, story of difficulty so I just had to keep showing up the way I need them to show up and show them that it's meant to be messy and it's meant to be a little bit chaotic. And you know what? It's all wonderful and beautiful and meant to be. And you're not supposed to be so concerned about worrying. And that was gut health. <laughs> Focusing on healing my gut was also part of this journey. And that was about 2017 when I moved here 2016. And what's great is that you were already positioned. I, I, when I think about your life and all that you were doing in terms of holistic wellness, everything, I feel completely put you in, in a place to help your father in this way. All those, you didn't do that for that. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's like you had all these right. amazing tools in your toolkit to literally nurse him back to health. You gave him his health back, his life back, and healed yourself and healed that that relationship i think this was all part of your your purpose your destiny for you to be uh -huh. to have all these tools and when i was thinking about your what your um your business in terms of purium is like you were able to use those products to also help him out in oh, his yeah. health right if I didn't have it. So my father was, he had debilitating gout and gout that when you're stepping on the ground, you feel like there's shards of glass. So mm. he wouldn't go to the market. He wouldn't feed himself in the kitchen because he wouldn't want to walk. So, or he wouldn't want to leave the bed, but yet the foods that he ate were creating the uric acid. Like the list of all his favorites were everything that created <laughs> uric acid. And I said, Papa, how many more years are you going to go like this where you have to release these addictions? And he says, this is what I've always been eating. Yes, but they've accumulated. It's accumulated right. and compounded. So <clears throat> I moved here because he couldn't, he was starving. He was literally starving because he couldn't take care of himself because of the scout. So I came and it, <laughs> he was one of the most resistant clients of mine. It took him a lot of time to say yes. So I get when other people are also up against resistant family members because I too had that. And um, he gave in. And now he will not shut up about, <laughs> he became a partner. He talks to everybody who would listen to how incredibly confident he feels in his body, in his suits. Now he could wear suits from the 70s and the 80s uh -oh. so that didn't fit him 
Uh oh, <laughs> watch out, Papa. Papa's back out. <laughs> yeah. And no gout. And no gout. <laughs> Pain free. Mm hmm. That's amazing. It's incredible. Can you tell us a little bit more about your company and what you're doing right now? Yeah, I mean, so I have a history of having a wellness center and yoga studio in Manhattan. And for about seven years, I I was always lifestyle educating through either my massage therapy, meditation, yoga, body work, but also nutrition. And I had a terrible history of leaky gut since I was a child. I had been diagnosed ADHD. I had been diagnosed borderline Hashimoto's, lupus. Um, I had anemia, both pregnancies, bronchitis. So I had these like chronic health issues as well as eczema and dermatitis and atopic dermatitis. So I was always looking for something that I could help to mitigate and manage this inflammation. And I did multiple cleanses and detoxifications, but I couldn't find anything that I could live on. I could do seven days, 21 days, 30 days, and then it was just too hard mm -hmm. to continue on because it was so strict. I'm like, I can't live on this. So I was looking for something that was a lifestyle. And then I found this company that's been around for 30 years. And I was like, how did I not hear about this? Like, where was I? I was in the industry. I've been literally promoting and I had a New York City hub. How did it not come to me? And so I was blown away and I was, I was all in, you know, because I had tried the program and I said, I could live on this stuff. I could literally eat the most high quality, nutrient dense food, chemical free, grown in regenerative soil that has the most enzymatic microbes in hell in in the soil and the farms are sequestered and privatized far away from any cross-contamination so any kind of industrialized farming spraying which is roundup mm -hmm. it couldn't touch our farms it's just too far so it's pure pure as the driven snow we had there's at least 15 tests and infrared scans to see if each toxic ingredient is in that product before they blend it. So for me, who was so sensitive with leaky gut, I, I, I was able to heal my gut. I was able to absorb nutrients differently. And that was it. I was like, how does no one else know about this? I have to help make this a household name. I have to help moms because we're the ones who are running on fumes <laughs> daily <laughs> because we can't get to the time to fuel ourselves the way we need to, because we don't, we can't eat just normally. No. You know, we have to have high powered, high octane fuel because we go way past comfort to just survive, much less thrive. Yeah. You know, when you see these beautiful moms who are like lean cut, glowing, healthy, energized, their eyes are like clear what are they on yeah. <laughs> no exactly <laughs> how many nannies cooks and drivers do they have like what that's what i was about to ask the first thought you're, you're in your head you're like they must have a whole team of help <laughs> yeah exactly and yeah likely the celebrities right. they have that <laughs> but i want the average folks i want the average moms out there who've got like two three you know like your audience, moms over the age of 40, I mean, 
the balance of hormones when you're older is not easy. And I was that woman too, after my, my daughter was at 33, my son is at 36. And I, I considered adopting my, my husband, my, sorry, my husband, my dad <laughs> as a child. <laughs> so I needed so much fuel that, and then I really inherited this house which is like a seven bedroom house. And I came from like a two bedroom in Astoria, Queens. <laughs> so it's like, and then cleaning and managing a home. Oh my God. So your dad was with you at the two bedroom too? No, no. no. Oh, okay. That so when you got, my, oh, okay. Cause I was going to say, now that's just too much. It's just too much. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that would be way too much. I can say and I'm, I'm not getting paid by anyone. I, I, I am here just even though I am a fangirl completely of Carmela. I have tried these products and it has helped me greatly because I was dealing with inflammation too. Really, I didn't know I was dealing with inflammation. Honestly, I just knew that I was stressed. You know, with mom's passing, IVF, miscarriage dad it was just there was so much going on that I didn't take Mm -hmm. the moment to put it all together and say well what's the common denominator here and for me Mm -hmm. already with PCOS and fibroids the stress factor definitely wasn't is you know not helpful and I just started get getting really really bloated and feeling really heavy and just joint issues, not sleeping. I mean, just name it. It was just like tick, 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 tick. And Mm -hmm. you came into my life around that, around that time. And then we, we trialed and erred and, and, and just see, you know, how does this, how does this feel? How does it, how, you know, are you noticing any change? And I have to say, I really did. I mean, my my shake, my appleberry shake is just something I do every day, at least twice um, yeah, a day. My yeah. biomedics, I feel such a such a difference when I and I see it, too. Like, I, I think when I started taking them my around my periods, I noticed that I wasn't breaking mm-hmm. out as much. I, there was always like one pimple that would kind of alert me <laughs> if I didn't have any other symptoms. Here it comes. It's coming and uh-huh. it just disappeared um, with the PCOS. I never had like heavy facial hair problems except like okay. one little tiny thing here in my chin. And that uh-huh. hasn't come in a long time either. It's interesting. I, I just, I, I knew I believed in you. I trusted you and I looked, you know, I did my research on the, on the products too. And I said, you know what? Why not? Why not try? You know, it sounds. I, I'm so that, happy you, know, you did. When, what'd you say? I'm so happy you did because I know the uh, the the vitality you carry, and then the amount of workload uh, you have, and that just equals like, I just want to help a sister out. I want to make sure you have <laughs> what you need to keep going every single day of your life, without you know, feeling that I know that feeling of depletion. I was so depleted. When I had first found out about this company, Victoria, I was traveling round trip with my two children, nursing both of them. So I was nursing both my children for, for three years each. 
because I had autoimmune tendencies. And so I was like, I, I wasn't nursed. My mom couldn't. She had inverted nipples. So I thought and attributed that always to why I should nurse mm. extra long. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I did just in case my kids had anything what I had. And I had so much suffering. I had throughout my whole life, I had, I had boils, I had eczema, I had scratched so much I'd bleed. I would just be, I never had weight issues till I was postpartum, but it was just so much inflammation. And the products that we have are all focused on allowing your body to absorb mm -hmm. nutrients and healing the gut. And that's the root of all mental health and hormones because it's, it has more neurosynapses in the gut than in the brain and it's all connected. So in Chinese medicine, when you look at an embryo, the circle of life is, you know, the spine to the front of the body, the ren and the do, the ren and the do lines are what travels in the front and the back. And they're, they're not disconnected. They're connected. Mm -hmm. And when you think about how your digestion and your spinal health and your cerebral, you know, um, spinal fluid all are just flowing with one another, everything that is in your digestion, everything that's in your digestion is what your body has and makes up into blood as fuel. And that's, and every seven years, all your cells are completely changed. So when you think about it that way, you can, what you consume, you become. Yeah. And what if the chemicals that are legal and, uh, and they're illegal and banned in Europe, over 30 different chemicals that are in food and our environment, they just compound and they block us from being able to absorb these nutrients. What are we going to do as humans? We're going to die earlier. We're going to have earlier onset of disease. We're going to have more autism. It's, so I'm really an activist. I, I'm an activist um, in the council of the Million Mom Movement because I know the problems and I can't shut up about it because I care so much about humanity. And we're in the pocket of the trifecta, this big trifecta of big pharma, the medical institutions that sell and promote, prescribe. And then it's also the Monsanto and Bayer company who hijack big pharma, uh, big agriculture. And big agriculture is who feeds us. 70% of the food in America is sprayed with this known carcinogen banned in 20 different cities in America to be wow. sprayed. You can't even spray um, Roundup in parks in Chicago or LA. Meanwhile, it's sprayed on top of our food with people with hazmats. And we're supposed to be okay with it being in our food. Cheerios is the number one parts per billion amount of glyphosate in a food. And it's what kids are eating as their first foods or elders they're eating because it's easy to eat with just milk and you're full. It's all this big conspiracy that I love to uncover and teach, especially the mamas because they're the ones who read labels. They're the ones building humans. They need more help and more education. Well, absolutely. And, you know, and relating to this audience and why I want to talk about just the complexities of dealing with all that we deal with at this stage of life, if we're parents of 
relatively young to, you know, uh, young children on top of taking care of other family members is that at the end of the day, it's so important for you to take care of yourself. And it's not just, we get lost in self-care and what that means and not really defining what that can look like. You know, self-care is not only getting a massage, getting the nails done, you know, taking a yoga class. Those are also great things, but they're on the outside. And yes, it helps spiritually, but the fuel, the food that we put into our bodies as well. And that's something I think, especially for this crowd, 35 and up, some are perimenopausal, you know, just all these things that we take for granted because in the mirror, we're looking at ourselves and we're like, oh, I don't feel 40. But <laughs> your body is, your everything else is, you know, it, it is older, but how you maintain it is is mm-hmm. everything to make sure that you're around for, you know, your your children. For me, I was telling someone the other day with some recent health problems that came up. At this point, I'm really just trying to maximize my time. It's not promised to anyone, but I can take control over what I put in my body and my system so that I am here for the little one I do have for as long as possible and where I can thrive with her, not just like be there. I don't want to be there, you know, sitting in my in my wheelchair if I can avoid it and I could be, you know, on my two feet Mm -hmm. and an able body that's what I want so for you what what does self-care look like for Carmela with everything now you hear you now everyone you've heard everything that she does right she's very knowledgeable she's got all this going on and she's saving the world how do you save Carmela <laughs> well luckily I have my husband who helps me with morning duty so I can have my morning routine and that's a Ooh, tell us what's the for, morning routine what is it well, and thank God I have my husband, let me tell you, because I've space to do this for a good two and a half, three hours, you know? <laughs> nice. Um, well, it's between a lot of things, but I have a ritual of uh, yin yoga in a hundred degree room. So it's hot yin yoga. So you can open your body in heat and sauna and sweat it out. And I also do inferno Pilates to strengthen the core in heat and sweat really important um two days of the week i'll always do spin spin classes um great for low impact cardio and sweating as well sweating is really important it takes the burden off of your kidney health and kidneys i mean they are the longevity factor in your chi energy in chinese medicine so i'm always thinking about activities that i can do to support kidney health and that's anything water element. Mm-hmm. So it's sweating, it's um, sauna and steam. It is also massage therapy. So I love to receive massage at least once a month um, or Reiki energy healing. So to allow the, any, any blockage in the flow of energy going through my body to be um, clear. I do do um, the superfoods twice, two meals a day. So also the lines are always flowing. Um, so two meals a day done for me. And then I make one whole food plant-based meal with sometimes fish or sometimes meat. But for the most part, I eat 
primarily all whole foods, fruit and vegetables with the superfoods daily, mm-hmm. which you have these vegan pre-digested aminos, which I take first thing in the morning. And they're incredible. They actually help you build muscle without exercise. So it's made for people who can't digest protein at all. So it's as if you're fasting, but you're getting the protein. So it also helps with your kidney health. So anything for longevity, it's always coming back to what I'm consuming, what I'm doing. It's always coming back to supporting my liver, my kidney, blood building, um, lymphatic support. If I'm moving energy, um, very important as well, because I do work um, in front of a computer for a good part of my day. Mm -hmm. I'd say eight hours of my day. So a little bit stagnating. Um, I love rebounding. That's another really great thing. But first thing in the morning, I'll always, I like to do enemas or get colonics. So I'll do an enema either every three days or get a colonic every other week. Okay. So again, water lines, first thing in the morning. I highly recommend it. Okay. There's nothing harmful about it at all. Okay, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. (laughs) Because if you do an enema at home, you could put in wheatgrass. Yeah. I wouldn't put anything acidic like coffee. A lot of people like to do coffee. Um, I'm not a caffeinated girl. I look out there, food grade peroxide or Egyptian wheatgrass called kemut. I put that in my enema. Um, it's very alkalizing um, and very healing. And then I'll always do journaling. I journal pretty much every single day. I was, I was, I was hoping you'd get to that because I know you journal. And that's something that I feel like I've been seeing on in social media. It's like picking up um, some traction, I think. It's kind of, you know, because I grew up journaling as well. I think it was really popular. And I think now it's kind of getting another wind, a second wind, so to speak. So tell us about your journaling. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I remember since I moved into this house when I was 10 years old, my daughter took over the room then my daughter and son switched in any case I had this table underneath it I had an envelope that I labeled changes and I put a little paper into it every month and I put into it what last month brought and what really has changed over that month so I could assess it's really just a mirror so I remember having a practice since I was like third grade about 11 years old um no, actually younger, nine years younger, old. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> I was already starting that process. Then I remember when I was journaling and my dad found my, my journals, my mom found my journals. <laughs> and so I know I had them very, very young and into adulthood. I just keep it on my laptop now. <laughs> and so I could type like very, very fast. And it just is a stream of consciousness. You just want to release. Yeah. And that, is such an important tool because you have so much that you have to unearth within your psyche because I had studied psychology and the mind is really so complex. (laughs) And so you want to just see what are you thinking? What are you experiencing in life? And what words come from you when you think of something and feel something? And that's really fascinating in itself. But um, the daily practices. Yeah, I um, I told myself that that was something I'm going to get back into. It's funny because I, I had so many when I was growing up. And then recently in the hurricane, I all of them 
all of them get ruined. Oh. Thought, oh. oh no. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, and you if you know, since journaling means a lot to you too, you can imagine. I just thought, oh my goodness, I can't believe I always thought I knew I would have uh, them to look back on and mm -hmm. they're gone now. But uh it did inspire me to pick it up again. So maybe I I will not I maybe yeah, I will I will it. do that this year. I will do that this year. What's been something, have you gone back and seen yourself, uh, seen something that you wrote um, back in the day and thought, wow, I did that. I did all those things. Did you, is there any oh, a moment yeah, where, because to be, you seem like such a manifester and you've been doing that for, I mean, it's, it's wild to me that you were doing that at 10 and I was just writing yeah. about boys. <laughs> <laughs> my journals weren't as deep <laughs> the fact that you were what's changed I think that's so um, incredible that you had that wisdom at that age um don't you it, it comes from conditioning so going back to really healing the generational trauma you know my father was really my my very challenging force in my life he was he was the one who would reprimand me, but I was very rebellious and very defiant. And it was because I had, I was very, it had a very strict family mm -hmm. and more so than anyone in my friend's circle. So I always contrasted it with thinking of what I could do, you know, so it makes you grow up fast. Um, and then I'd gone to four high schools and four different college, three different colleges and two different post-grad schools. So it was a lot of ex constant experience. Um, but I think that it's your conditioning. It's really just the environment that you're raised in. And I'm mercury um, driven by my Virgo sign. I have two double, I have double earth signs. So um, I'm very rooted in the physical present experience, um, very fiery. So I always felt like I wanted to do so much and there's not a lot of time. I was very aware of time. So I felt like mm. to journal would help to timestamp what's happening for me. And I wanted to look back and I did look back at many of my journals and see the things that I had thought and, and felt. And some of it were really raw. I mean, that's what I loved about them. It's just like, I, I had nobody to care who would listen or, right. or read. So this is the good stuff of life, you know, and you need to do it for yourself therapeutically. I will. What's your newest passion? What's the thing that is really driving you right now to, mm. to accomplish oh, and, and, and take me. over the world? <laughs> How are you taking over the world right now, Carmela? What's happening right now? Well, well yeah. I'm 45. So, you know, at this age, I'm feeling middle age in a way um and also feeling legacy the importance of the responsibility of a legacy and when you look back and all the things that i have been able to do um with just my experiences of, i was also a performer a, a singer dancer for many years and taught musical theater and all the things that i've learned i wanted to culminate it into a project and that's where my dream of nurturing effect came into fruition. And it's really just this year 
I'm launching it. So I'm really, really excited about it, but it is a health and wellness symposium multimedia platform. So I'm, I built tribes in different satellite cities and I'm really excited about them because they're relationships that I've fostered transforming lives in different cities and working with leaders who would really help to facilitate the education of gut health and organic superfood nutrition, whole food, plant-based nutrition, regenerative soil education. And those leaders, I want to foster more um, of their own emerging voice. And so I want to bring thought leaders from these different areas, these different cities, and have them host symposiums, um, really bringing together the connection of all things health with nutrition. But people don't really connect it well because they think of diets and they think of marketed food companies like Nestle's and Coca-Cola's and things like this, but that's not nutrition. They're brands. Are they teaching health? You know? No. And so, but we want to talk in depth with different thought, like movers and shakers from these different areas. You know, people who have published books or podcasts or um, programs or workshops or, you know, things that they do, therapists, wonderful new modalities, and have them talk about them and educate so that the average people who are not finding this information mainstream have access to it and then have people come together it's all sponsored as well by the Million Mom Movement, so it's family-friendly, and it's definitely going to bring together all the things that I love so much, which is, you know, um, I I put aside my own healing practice to be an administrator of healers. So when I had my yoga studio, I had at one point almost 70 different practitioners. I was personally responsible for marketing. So I like the business side of healing. And I understood that they're artists and they need to, they need help. They need support. Cause I was also a manager for my husband, who is an um, underground dance music DJ and music producer. So working with artists, my dad was an artist as well. So I know how sensitive and empathic they can be. So the business side is not familiar or friendly for them. So I like to market. I like to help bring out the voices and they just show up and do their amazing thing. Wow. I mean, it's just impactful what what you're working on. Truly, truly. One of the things we didn't really cover, and I want everyone to know, what is the Million Moms Movement? Because you just said that they're sponsoring this uh, nurturing effect that you're doing. What what? Tell us more about that. Yeah, sure. The uh, The council that I'm a part of. It's the Million Mom Movement. So it's the activism arm within the organic superfood manufacturing company called Purium. Purium is pure and premium put together. It's a coined name and brand for a vision that David Sandoval had put together 30 years ago. So for 21 years, he was just a farmer. He was just farming the most pure organic farms in the world. And then over 250 private labels still really ask for those ingredients. But then 10 years ago, we launched into direct sales with his formulations. And so 10 years ago, his co-founder, 
Amy Venner, who was his ex-wife. So it's a very mom and pop company. It's not a big publicly traded company where there's lots of hands. It's all vertically integrated where I know the owners firsthand. And I love that. I'm part of the solution. I'm part of the change and I'm on the field. So when they, when Amy Venner created the Million Mom Movement, it was for the caregivers. It was specifically for the activism that the caregivers really had a voice for. So we created a petition against General Mills. We have a call to action that works directly with the detoxproject.org, which is Henry Rowland's um, website, really important um, connection because they validated us through a third party um, test called the Gold Project that says, our biomedic, our probiotic, can take out glyphosate from the gut microbiome by 74% in six weeks. Reduce leaky gut and drop your CRP, your inflammation marker. Now, how is that connected to motherhood and fertility and activism? Everything is connected to that. It's it's so important. There's a huge percentage of um, women having challenges giving birth and having healthy births or having children that are not autistic or on the spectrum right now. And it's all because this chemical is passed through the umbilical cords of babies and through the mother's milk. The glyphosate is what we're passing down. I'm talking about legacy project. We don't want to be passing this down to our children. So the million mom movement, we have a YouTube channel and every Friday at 2 PM Eastern, we go on zoom and we build our community with, we have a pledge that grounds, it's sort of our mantra in our intention for the community that I created with my council. But it's about being free of man-made ingredients, eating whole foods, deeply committed to the plastic-free initiative that our company has, we're plastic-free. So we care about planetary wellness as well as humanity, the future of humanity and the, our children. So I'm really passionate about our our initiative, and we have scholarships for a month that we offer um, to women who, or, or caregivers, could be an aunt, uncle, grandmother, anybody who cares for another being in the home. We have an opportunity to give you the business for free, business coaching and empowerment education, and products for three months that you can use to completely transform your health and your life. So that's a little bit about it. That's a lot about it. It's great stuff. Where would someone find information about that scholarship for any of our listeners that are interested? Yeah, so we have a millionmommovement.info page, but we're going to move it into isharepurium.com soon. So I'm going to kind of, for now, direct you to isharepurium.com but because we're moving everything over. Um, okay. So it's all in one space. We had a separate site for a while. But if you searched on YouTube, if you search on Instagram or Facebook, you'll find all our links and please join our movement. We're, we're committed to 1,000 families in 100 communities impacting 10 people each. And that's how we're all gonna get to 1 million. Wow. I think this is a great way to start the year out in um, getting the word out there and, uh, and sharing your passion for 
wellness inside and out um, for the impact and the legacy that we leave for our children and introducing them to wellness this young. I mean, because most of us here uh, in this community anyway have relatively younger children. So this is really important to hear that there Mm -hmm. is a space that's out there community that's focusing on changing generational, you know, trauma, not, well, not trauma, but just our habits and what we put into our food in order to create a healthier, uh, more productive lifestyle for, for all of us. And, and especially the, you know, the caregivers, the moms out there, um, we often are the ones who introduce these things into our households for our husbands who who are probably not some are not doing that research but we're the ones that uh, are often introducing these new habits that uh, can also you know impact their their lives greatly what's what do you think today what you would say you feel is your biggest accomplishment what are you most proud of I just remember having this conversation with one of my very talented friends, Hans Haveron. Can look him up. He's an incredible artist. And he was at the pinnacle of his like career. And I went up to him and he's like, How are you? What are you doing now? And I said, I'm in the biggest, I'm in the biggest masterpiece of my life. Motherhood. Mm. Because what I've created with my family you know, how you put energy into every area of your life, you're going to get it back. And I put so much of my energy into my family, the majority of my energy into my family. And that's why I have a business that I want to empower more moms to be home, taking care of themselves first and helping their kids to take care of them first, because that's what we get to do and earn at the same time while building a brand on social media, which a lot of people want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. And now you get a platform. And so for me, my masterpiece is actually like leaving a legacy of what my family stands for in the world. Like I, I'm proud to say I've inspired a lot of families to have children just that are my friend circles because of my love that I've had for Anthony. I've completely, well, he first completely supported me with my wellness journey. When I had my yoga studio and wellness center, I lived there practically five, seven days a week. And then I managed him for 15 years as an artist. So people kind of witnessed the love we had for each other. And then we had children. So sort of like the saga. (laughs) And I'm so proud of, you know, just keeping that the intention. And that's what my mom and dad had always taught family first. Well, you live that you, you are that personified. I mean, just in all that you've given to your children, your husband. And I know, um, I, I'm, I don't know if he's a man of many words, but I know the impact you've, you've had on your father. And I'm so glad that you took that very brave step in healing that aspect of you. And I, I, I just can't imagine how, how uh, great that must make you feel to, to heal that aspect of your heart. You did it. You're still processing it though, I think. <laughs> Don't right? make me cry. Because it's pretty new that dad, just um, so everyone knows, dad dad went home to the Philippines and so Carmela is literally 
at home for the first time with just her family unit of her kids and husband for the first time in years. So I'm sure that that is quite the adjustment for for you. Six years. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I, I know you're, you're going through so many things with your own family too. This holidays really trigger everything, but, um, goodness, the, the, <laughs> it's they really do it's loaded so <laughs> this holiday i just literally did nothing but be my home with my kids and my husband i didn't want to do anything else travel to my extended family my sisters and my you know the in-laws i didn't i didn't want to go i just really needed to be home and grounded and quiet just to reflect on all the things that have happened. So yes, I am still processing it for sure. And it's, I have to just, you know, thank God and the spirit for guiding me all this way, because so many times I wanted to quit and cry and, and just, um, choose a different path, but I was in it. I was in the fire. So you got to keep walking and, yeah, and I know it's been a really tough holiday as well for you, Victoria, and I love you so much. And you are you such a strong mirror for me as a sister because I see the strength in you and your family and what you do for for all of them. Mm. I mean, your husband was in office and <laughs> and you're creating and shining beautifully as a mom. So Mm. while taking care of your parents while your your father so and brother um yeah wow Aww. you know thank you it's a love fest here i'm new mommy today <laughs> <laughs> which i knew would be because I, I really truly love this woman and um thank you for uh sharing i know this is uh it may be a little not not difficult but Thank you for taking the time to share and give us a little bit uh, of a of a look into what this time has been like for you as you're still processing, um, doing all of that balancing and giving back as you did to your your dad. But I think it's a very important lesson to um, anyone who is dealing with any past traumas, especially with a parent. There mm-hmm. there comes a, a a place where you or a time where you can ask yourself what do i need in order to heal and it may not be mm-hmm. for the other person you know you, the other person's going to get something but maybe you need to do it for yourself and that's okay to do and to take a big step and and forgive in a lot of ways right accepting people for who they are and where they are and knowing that you can't change anything about the past that all you can do is move forward i think it's it's hard but uh carmela is an example of how you can do it and and live through it and grow grow with it so thank you so much sister oh, thank you so much for that reflection it was so whew. I didn't. Where can they find you? They need to find you, Carmela. <laughs> what are the social media handles? Um, 
Yeah, stick to Instagram and Facebook. I'm more than happy to connect. It's just my name, Carmela Velarde, or Pure Ray Soul. So I wanted something to reflect um, something sweet and sunshine <laughs> because I feel like... Um, oh, it suits you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really happy to share that. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to to share my story with you, Victoria. I love you. Oh, no, it's really our pleasure. Uh, you've gifted us tenfold. So love you. Thank you, Carmela, for sharing all of your wisdom. For more information about what she's doing with Million Mom Movement and Purium, you can visit millionmommovement.info, millionmommovement.info, or ishareperium.com, which is I share P U R I U M like Mary.com. And for us here at New Mommy, we'd love for you to follow and subscribe wherever you're listening and visit, visit us on our IG page. You can leave me a DM there. I hope to hear from you. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Bye for now.